governance by registering and obtaining a permanent voters card pvc to vote in the election you still have a chance to take part in the continuous voter registration cvr exercise which has been extended to 31st july 2022 registration takes place mondays to sundays from 9 a.m to 5 p.m just visit the INEC office or designated registration center close to you. You can locate the centers by checking INEC's website or social media handle. Remember, PVCs do not expire and double registration is an offense. Exercise your civic and political rights and let's build the country we desire. This message is brought to you by Policy and Legal Advocacy Center, PLAC. According to Hal Varian, Chief Economist Google, the ability to take data, to be able to understand it, to process it, to extract value from it, to visualize it, to communicate it, is going to be a hugely important skill in the next decade. At NOI Polls, we offer the combination of forward-thinking research and relevant data for the private, public and the third sector across Nigeria and West Africa. We provide timely and relevant information on public opinions across sectors. Our values and principles are wrapped around professionalism, excellence, teamwork, integrity and commitment. Call 0929041162 or email inquiries at noi-polls.com. Also visit us at number 4 Deb Street, Meitama, Abuja. Remember, without data, you're just another person with an opinion. NOI polls, data, analytics, data bank, strategy. All right, Abuja, you're welcome. It's still data chart on Repa 100. Point five FM Abuja and yes um, we're having a very beautiful conversation today. Um, we're looking at um, citizens trust in electoral integrity. Alright so from this week um, up until probably um, the elections in 2023 um, we're going to take out one edition every month to actually interrogate poll findings that will be um, centered around the elections. So we're going to start an election series every month and um, we're going to look at various um, issues around the elections from now up until the 2023 elections. So we'll hope that you follow us up all through this period. So um, on today's edition of Data Chart, it's going to be citizens' trust in electoral integrity. You know, when a people choose those who govern them in a free and a fair election, it, it honors the provisions of the Constitution of Nigeria. Um, that provision states that sovereignty belongs to the people. When this is marred with electoral irregularities, it erodes um, the trust of the electorates in the process. And consequently, this does not reflect the will of the people. So on today's edition, we're going to be looking at citizens' trust in electoral integrity. And um, we have in the house the Senior Programs Officer, Policy and Legal Advocacy Center, PLAC. Um, Aku Ogbadu is in the house and he'll be helping us unbundle um, some of the findings of the 
Citizens Trust in Electoral Integrity poll that was recently conducted by NOI polls. Akuyo, welcome. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Nigeria. Great to have you here. I'm happy to be here. All right, um, Ako. Elections, elections, um, that's the conversation that we've been having for a while now. Um, let's even start with um, the basics. Um, okay, just before we, we, we get into this conversation, let's um, even look at what the polls are saying. Like I said, there was a poll conducted, election poll. Um, so that poll was conducted recently, about two weeks ago, and it looks at citizens' trust in electoral integrity. So let's run through the findings of the poll because that's um, we're going to hinge the conversations that we're having today on the findings of that poll. And uh, we have Debe Wanze. He is um, a part of the social research unit of NOI polls. He will be running through the poll findings and when we get back we head straight into the conversation all right we have debe with the poll findings conducted show that 69 percent of adult nigerians believe that their vote truly counts this proportion cut across both gender and the six geopolitical zones the poll had subsequently asked do you have plans to register in time for the 2023 general elections to which 80 percent mentioned that yes they already have their pvc nine percent said yes they have already registered but are yet to collect their pvc another eight percent said yes they have plans and three percent said no they do not have any plans of registering the poll also asks are you looking forward to voting in the 2023 general elections to which the majority, 93%, acknowledge that yes, they have plans and are looking forward to voting in the 2023 general elections. So the poll had asked, in your opinion, do you think INEC will conduct a free and fair election come 2023 general election? To which almost 6 in 10, that is 58%, said yes, they think INEC will conduct a free and fair elections in 2023. Whereas 42% disclose that they do not think INEC will conduct a free and fair election during the general elections in 2023. Probing further, 24% of those who said yes, they think INEC will conduct a free and fair election disclose that they have that confidence because of INEC's previous performance. Whereas 44% out of the 42% who do not think the elections will be free and fair, believe that corruption will be a major factor in INEC's underperformance in that election. These are some of the highlights from the recent election polls conducted by NOI polls. Thank you. All right, that was um, Debe Mwanze um, from the Social Research Unit of NOI polls. And he just ran through um, the recently conducted electoral integrity poll. All right, so I'll come back to Aku Ogbadru. He, like I said earlier, he is policy and um, he is the senior programs officer, policy and legal advocacy center. That's PLAC. Okay, so we've seen what the polls are saying. Let's um, look at... Um, Okay, let's start from here. 58% of Nigerians are certain that INEC will conduct a free and fair elections in 2023 general election. I like that people are positive about this. Um, 
what does electoral integrity mean in practice? I mean, um, if we are saying, if Nigerians are saying, if 58% of Nigerians, that's about 6 in 10 Nigerians are saying that um, they're asserting that INEC will conduct a free and fair election. There's, I mean, this, this, this boils down to trust. What does this... Um, what does this mean? And when we say things like electoral integrity, um, what does it also mean in practice? Ako. Thank you, Nelly. Um, from the polls, uh, what we can deduce about the results um, is that more and more citizens are beginning to trust INEC more than they trusted the commission in the past. What that means is that more accountability responsibility is being placed on the next shoulder. Um, they expect that INEC will be open with election logistics, with voting process, with deployment, including disseminating or proactively sharing information on challenges that the commission may be having and as well as even the procurement processes. Mm. At the end of the day, INEC could be able to find, provide clear information to the public without people having to look for this information on the procurement processes, mm. on de uh, deployment, on challenges with the systems that they have in place. And for me, this is significant that 58% of the respondents are saying INEC will conduct a free and fair election. They are saying INEC will be more open, INEC will be more transparent and will be able to communicate their challenges to the public when the time arises. So this is a clear indication that INEC has to do more. Mm. If you translate it the other way, they are asking INEC to do more. Great. All right. Um, we also have with us to help us unbundle the findings of this poll. We have Safia Bichi. She is Head of Knowledge Management and Learning, Yaga Africa. Safia, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Good evening. Good evening. All right, um, Safia, um, Nigerians are actually eager, looking forward to, I mean, this is one of the most anticipated um, elections maybe ever and we have 93% of Nigerians according to our polls um, looking forward to voting in the 2023 election that's exciting and everybody 93% that is everybody uh, because that's 9 in 10 persons so that's basically everybody looking forward to the elections 69% of adult Nigerians are certain that their votes will count most people actually insist that um votes don't count i mean we hear that a lot oh, our votes don't count so why should we um why should we even vote but it's a good thing that people anticipate it it's a good thing that um like the poll finding said that 58 percent of nigerians are asserting that INEC will conduct a free and fair election um <coughs> but then again does votes really count in nigeria and why do i mean i mean i'm asking this question for those who keep saying that i mean it really doesn't count does votes really count? Um, why do we think, you know, in this next election, the votes will count? Why do we think so? Why are Nigerians thinking that the votes will count this time? And for those who think that it doesn't count? I think uh, the result of the poll, uh, first of all, give a reflection of uh, what Nigerian voters think. Uh, the fact that we have 93% shows some level of 
enthusiasm, voter enthusiasm, uh, which is commendable and it's an opportunity for all stakeholders uh, to latch into to ensure that we we make this aspiration come to play. Uh, but if, again, I like the fact that 69%, that's about every 7 in 10 Nigerians, trust that the election, their votes will count. And you know that except you believe that your vote will count, you will not be encouraged to turn out and vote on election day. Uh, one thing I find a bit worrisome is the fact that even though we had uh, people believing that their votes will count, uh, about 23% said that they're going to defend their mandate. Mm. Uh, but we also had 10% trusting INEC. And I think it's important for INEC and other stakeholders to begin to work to build the image of the Electoral Commission. Uh, we can say that in the past few elections we've seen, even the two off-cycle elections that just concluded, uh, we can say that to an extent there's some level of uh, INEC, there's some level of um, uh, INEC has demonstrated some level of independence and that's why if you look at the conversation post both Ekiti and Oshun elections, the conversations move away from whether INEC Greek or not to whether political parties were buying votes or not buying votes. Whether it's a positive one or not, but the attention is gradually moving, moving away, away from, from INEC. INEC. But the question, your, back to your question, why should people trust uh, 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 that their vote will count. A lot of things are happening. We have a new Electoral Act 2020 that has looked at some of the gaps we had. Okay, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna look at that Electoral Act and you're gonna help us explain that in a, in a bit. Okay. Yeah, um, okay, so um, let's do, the, I mean, the Australian election, I mean, that's the most recent thing that we looked at. It has come, it has gone. Um, the people's mandate seem to have been honored. Can we confidently say it was a free and fair election do um okay I'll, th I'll throw this to both of you do us an assessment of how that election went what are the takeaways from the ocean election i think probably people will think will say that the election is fair free and fair okay. as compared to equity elections because an incumbent <laughs> lost the elections but these are not the elastic uh, for measuring the credibility of elections they are different uh indicators from looking at credibility of elections okay. one of the indicators is to look at the legal framework to which the election is being administered okay. is it in line with standard practices yes our legal framework is in line with standard practices to have guaranteed uh, a free and fair election then going back to the election administration how was the election administration managed INEC had a timeline of about of over 10 activities and if we look at the timeline for those of us that track INEC activities INEC was consistent with the timeline on its activities INEC did not uh, did not lack in meeting up to the timeline of their activities that already gave us uh like gave us an idea of whether uh in terms of election administration it will go well or not i think uh in terms of the actions of all the stakeholders apart from political parties there has been significant improvement if you look at what we had from the past e elections and despite the fact that an incubator won uh, there are a lot of things that allow the elections to 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 succeed for those of us that were able to tally the election result we realized that the votes that reflect from the pooling unit were the same with the votes announced by INEC, which shows that the election was free and fair mm. so Based on this, the legal framework, the election procedure, and the, even the introduction of the new technology, which is the VIVAS, we know that mm. the VIVAS is an enhancement of the smart card reader, and the fact that INEC stick to its guidelines of using VIVAS, VIVAS as the only means for accreditation at pooling unit, it also helped. We could also look at access to pooling unit. INEC created 
more polling unit, even though there were challenges in terms of the distribution of polling of voters across the polling unit. But again, we can we can to a large extent draw a conclusion and say that this has also provided some level of access to voters on election day. And if you look at the general timing and general commencement of the elections, even though if you compare 2018 Ocean and 2022 Ocean, uh, both elections started a bit early. And, and uh, even though at a particular point it looked like the 2022 will be lacking, but I think I might pick up in terms of logistics at a particular point. And uh, we saw that the election ended uh, just in less than 24 hours after election kickoff. I think the only thing uh, for Ocean that would have created some gap because as of 10, 10 p.m., we knew that about it's only about 65% of rags that were activated. but. We can comment INEC for the fact that they were able to meet up meet even up. through the midnight and most tracks were activated. Okay. On election day, there was uh, generally a good commencement, even though the commencement at the, in some places were a bit late, but there was a catch up and that was why if you observe the election went the way it went. But again, you know that from this election, there's also a new uh, system that INEC introduced, that is the RF, the, the uploading of election results. This also okay. provided voters. Uh, this was not just at providing results, but at providing some level of transparency to the election. We know that voters or any individual can assess polling unit results from the IRF system. So the process, the legal framework, the election administration procedure, uh, that's election guideline, has uh, taken some steps to provide some level of access to uh, transparency and access to voters, uh, a pulling unit result to voters. So we can say there's a significant uh, improvement. Okay. But you know, whenever we're having this conversation, we'll look at the general elections now. I think we yeah. should not go to sleep. The general elections can surprise us. Okay, um, I, I need to touch briefly on that. <laughs> yeah, um, looking at uh, Oshun and Ekiti, and mm. of course, from what my colleague Sefia just said. Um, there are several indicators to track when you are looking at um, free and fair. Um, I would say that the two elections were free, free from maybe um, interferences. Mm -hmm. You know, INEC um, deploy as they should. They move the distribution of sensitive materials to a neutral environment. So they distributed from their offices, they deploy on time. We didn't have incidents of people um, obstructing INEC movement to the rack or even attacking INEC officials, you know. For me, those are indicators. Mm. But to look at it as being fair, I would say that Osho and Nikiti still has a long, we can't call it a fair election yet because there are several indicators you will look at. All right. One is that if more uh, vote buying was at play, those who the candidates who do not have money, where do they come in the scheme of things? If um, with the distribution of polling unit, we see our polling unit that were not in neutral environment, some in private places on election day in Oshun, the INEC monitoring team were moving polling units from some palaces to road yeah. so people could exercise their vote because of course in a particular polling unit, voters said they were not going to go to, into that compound because the polling unit was in a palace and so those are different indicators how many persons with disabilities were given the same opportunities you know exactly. to yeah to be part of the system we, when we say fair of course we also look at the political processes that led to the emergency um, of the candidates you know or you look at 
the entire political um, parties that participated in both Osho and Ikiti. At least in Ikiti, we saw some women, you know, contending for these positions. We didn't see any persons with disability. Whether anybody bought form is another issue to talk about entirely. Mm. Um, you know, shown voters did not recognize persons with albinism as PWD and so did not accord them special consideration mm. to be on a special queue to vote easily and go. But of course, if you aggregate all these factors, you can say that there was a great improvement in the elections that we have had recently compared to what we've been having in the past. All right, um, I'll stay on you. Um, Safia was, was trying to talk about, you know, the um, elect, uh, electoral laws and, and reforms and all of that. Um, from our poll findings, 10% stated their votes will count because of the new electoral law. So um, I'd, I'd, I'd want us to look at, you know, the provisions of this electoral law that would ensure that INEC would deliver a credible election. I will stay on you with this one. Yeah. Um, first and foremost is the um, provision supporting the use of electronic device. Okay. Because for the first time, we now have electronic device in the system to do accreditation and as well as transmission of results. So they say INEC can determine the mode of transmission. So the power has been given to INEC to determine. And INEC is saying that, of course, we will still do manual, but according to the law, you will still do manual, but you can then transmit this uh, result from the polling unit into the result viewing portal automatically. So that where the manual results are not available, mm. INEC then go to the site and recollect. For those polling unit these are some of the provisions that can encourage people to say the process will be better we can get involved and nothing will happen to our vote mm. our vote will count another thing is that without the um uh, beavers without proper accreditation by the electronic device mm. you cannot vote in the previous act there was no provisions to use the record on the smart card readers but now the measure of over voting is based on what is available electronically on the beavers okay. and so this is a system that is giving people courage but whether this will translate to actual votes in the 2023 general elections are questions we need to ask ourselves and there are several reasons one is that the turn the turnaround rate for the beavers needs to improve okay in equity we had an average of three minutes in some location, about 40-something percent of the location, and then had less in majority of the polling unit. That also improved in Oshun, where we had two minutes okay. per voter. But it still has a challenge with that, because the electoral period is just for six hours, except there are a lot of people on queue at 2.30 p.m. And so if he's accrediting, the beaver is accrediting a voter per two minutes, mm -hmm. it means that in an hour they would have accredited only 30 voters. In a polling unit that has, um, what's it called, 500 voters, and if they actually turn up by 2.30, I think if they started early by 8.30, they would have accredited only 180 voters. Of mm. course, INEC is deploying two smart card readers, and that will translate to about 400 plus or minus. But we want a faster turnaround, that's one. Two is whether the ongoing CVR, I mean, will enable people to really, really register. A lot of CV groups have done work to mobilize citizens to create platforms, but INEC needs to take responsibility. In 2011, 
when this first registration for permanent voters can started INEC, the Jega Commission did it at polling unit level. So what is stopping the Mahmoud Commission from doing this even at the ward level? In some states, they are rotating the um, devices, the registration from one ward to the other. Mm. Recently, a lot of civic groups have gotten involved and been able to mobilize citizens. We saw what the uh, Yaga did with the carnival in Abuja and Lagos and other cities that brought a lot of people. Mm. But in places where people have no access to voting centers and there are more people, even if you want to vote, you trust the system that your vote will count. If you don't have smart car reader, uh, the permanent voter's car, you cannot vote. People will come to polling unit and INEC officials will not have time to ask them whether they've registered before and all they needed to do was just transfer. They will just register them afresh and by the time INEC run through, their audit will remove the new registration. So there's a possibility that a lot of people, people will not get yes. And after these PVCs are produced, we are talking about an exercise that started oh, about a year ago. In recent time, INEX said they started distribution of PVC for people who did from that July or so till December. January till this moment, at this point, we don't have information if INEX has produced the PVC. And so these are questions to ask. Okay. This trust we have in the system that our vote will count, can it be translated into tangible results? Can all stakeholders work towards achieving it? Citizens are saying they are interested and they are showing enthusiasm, but how do we make it work? Okay, you know, um, like we've talked about, um, you know, a lot of people registering and, you know, we're grateful to Yaga Africa for you know the what they are done with helping people register more like mobilizing as it were um if we look at our poll findings from the electoral integrity poll it shows that 80 percent 80 percent of adult nigerians nationwide claim they already have their permanent voters card 80 percent um nine percent claim they have registered but have not collected their pvcs um, also, 8% has indicated willingness to register in time. We've seen, you know, this huge, we see this huge turnout of, you know, Nigerians. And this has lasted over, you know, a few months. Uh, I think a month, a month ago, I was at INEC office and it was, it, it was a mammoth crowd. And, you know, there were a lot of restrictions. You can't come in, you can't stand here, you can't do this and you can't, and, and people take out an entire day days sometimes weeks to do this um we're trying to register people are trying to pick up their P pvcs yet whereas the the poll findings is telling us 80 percent of nigerians have collected theirs so who are all these people uh, which includes me um who haven't collected are we the nine percent because i i do not think that the number of people we yaga we saw we saw at um, the carnival the carnival and the number of people i saw at INEC office are nine percent of nine i i do not believe that so um how do we I, I don't know what to say how do we walk around this thing so that it makes it easier because when you look at the the, the registration and, and the collection of the pvcs we go to the banks for atm cards. these are cards with security fittings to secure our monies you know and our information yet it, it takes as little as five minutes to process and to retrieve you, you know an atm card on the other hand INEC registration seems to take a lifetime you know and um how can this process be simplified for 
registration for PVC collection. What do we need to do? I'll throw this to both of you. I, I need us, because this is a very serious conversation. My office, NOI Poll, organizes every staff, almost every week, to go to INEC office, to go and get... what You, you go there and you can't even get past the gates. How do we get INEC to simplify this thing? So this is the process, and, and it's not like I'm holding brief for INEC. For some of us that have worked close to on voter registration for a long time, you understand that uh, the PVC doesn't work like the ATM card. Okay. And the introduction of the beavers will likely help. Uh, is one of the steps that I think in the next nearest future, INEC will use to address some of the challenges. The security features on the on the ATM is not like the security features on the PVC. Okay. But what is happening is that with the introduction of the PVAS, the security features is being gradually moved from the ATM, from the card, to the machine. So before now, the, the card reader had no security feature. But now, your details are on the card reader. That's the reason why if you put your hand, it shows. If it's not there, it can read your officials. Our ATM cards do that. The security is different okay. for those that have done tech, and that's why you can't produce it the way. But now that the security is moving to the machine, moving forward, probably INEC can begin to produce cards the way they produce ATM because the futures is being moved. I would like to say that the sensitivity of uh, a PVC is more than an ATM card. Mm, it will be in an error for us to compare the sensitivity. The truth is that in this country, the most sensitive card is the PVC. So we should not undermine the challenges that goes around uh, or, the, the, uh, or the, 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 the process that goes into production of this PVC. Uh, even the f despite the fact that your, 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 your NIM requires your futures, do you know that voters are even worried that, that on election day, there's a provision that if your, country, if your fingerprint does not break, read, you, it, 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 the machine can read your officials? Voters are raising issues. So issues around elections and legitimacy of leadership mm. is a very sensitive issue. Okay. And sometimes we need to also understand where these things are coming from. And like I said, because I'm private to this information because I've worked on voter registration for some time. But I think uh, these are feedback that INEC like, is getting. And this is a platform to also say, INEC, what are the strategies we should take to ensure that we simplify this? Um, even though we understand that the sensitivity, but sometimes we, we're tempted to feel like it has equal... Uh, you can't wake up and just change your PV. Uh, you, I can wake up if my ATM card gets missing. I can just go and request for another one. It's not the same with PVC. Mm. And the sensitivity of my ATM card is not, even though my money is there, is more important to me, but not to the whole Nigerian. Mm. But that's the difference. But again, uh, going back to your initial question on, 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 on the new legal framework and the citizen confidence. And I think, like Akko said, le the legislation of uh, electronic uh, vote, uh, it can be electronic voting or the introduction of uh, technology into our electoral system has also helped. Then again, the timeline, if you observe this, there's a change in timeline, early commencement of primaries, early commencement of different things. And we hope that it will also address issues around logistics on election day, even though we understand that logistics issues are different conversation. If you had followed Ekiti and Oshun elections, the Ekiti election had to bring, uh, it took the way of Ekiti to call them to swear an oath, then you had to swear an oath to ensure that 
uh, they did not jeopardize this. <laughs> and, 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 and it actually worked and helped. And uh, despite all the contracts INEC have been having. So now coming to the national elections, I'm not sure we can have, because in my place, I don't, uh, in where I come from, for instance, they might not honor the oath signing. Yeah. In another place, they might honor. But mm. these are some of the things we need to look at. There are a lot of devices and factors, but I think moving to the elections, we need to engage all stakeholders. I think the focus has always been on INEC. Now, beyond INEC, INEC has, there's a significant improvement in terms of INEC capacity to manage elections. Mm. Why not also look at other stakeholders involved? Practice. Even political parties, what are they doing? Security Issues of yeah, security agencies, what are they doing mm. to undermine the process? And again, talking about vote buying, how will it play out moving to the elections? And the reason why vote buying is coming in every day is because the the, the election laws, the legal framework, the guidelines, and the election administrative procedures are making it difficult for one person to alter the process. Now the political parties are going the other way around to ensure that they buy voters or to stop voters, prevent uh, op uh, opponents from voting in an election. So what do we do moving to the election? Let's also go back to, I think it's something we all need to do is to go back to, uh, and do an appraisal of equity notion to look at from the new provisions of the legal framework what are the gains what are the gaps what are the opportunities mm -hmm. as we move forward to the uh move into the 2023 election i think we're already in the era of the general elections okay um i'm going to open the phone lines but uh, i would like Aku to comment on um you know just touch on the conversation that you just had now um but we'll let, we would like to open the phone lines and have people call in and um we'd like to hear from nigerians if they believe their votes will count you know in this um in the next election why do we believe that the votes will count what needs to be done or um the process that needs to be put in place for the votes to count um so the numbers to call are 0818 Eight seven. I'll take that number again. Zero eight one eight four two seven zero two eight seven. You can also call us on zero eight one eight four two seven zero two six five. I take that again. Zero eight one eight four two seven zero two six five. What's your What's your take on this conversation? Okay, we have a call. All right, let's see who we have here. Hello. Hi. Hello. Good evening. This is Anthony calling. Anthony, where are you calling from? From Jidamangro. Uh, Alright, let's hear you. I have issues with those because they are really mouth. I want to know how widespread your population is. Is this just the people in Abuja or is it national in the company you are taking? Alright, it's, so, na it's a nationwide poll. It's a nationwide poll? Yes. And the course of Nigerians are telling that uh, 80% have uh, collected their PVC. So what's uh, the complaint? <laughs> I have, I, I'm not, I don't trust those figures. I believe, convinced. But, but, but what do you think the situation is? Let's, ha, do you, have you gotten your PVC yet? I have. I have. When, when did you get it? Around 2012 or about. Right, so you're not part of those people who, who are going to sleep at INEC office. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I got my fingers right. but, but, but moving forward, what are the changes you'd like to see? What are the improvements you'd like to see with INEC? Well, I would like, uh, on election day particularly, I would like them to come early, start the process on time, and let the, um, the divas, don't give us headache. 
So that is where we find the serious issues. When we come, we line up under the storm, and uh, they keep delaying us, delaying us, delaying us. Eventually, we will not vote. We will say time has gone for education. So that is it. All right. We can improve on that election day protocols. I will be happy. All right. Um, do you think that your vote counts? Uh, well, the election has really shown that, yes, I think there's hope. I like the fact that you say there is hope. Thank you for calling. All right. Um, please keep the calls calling um, coming. Um, we'd like to hear from Nigerians. What do you think about the 2023 election? What are you anticipating? Do you think the votes count? What improvements would you like to see? Hello. 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 Good evening. Good evening. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Could you please turn down the volume of your radio sets? Is it okay now? It is okay. What's your name again? Chief J.N. Joko from Army Estate, Kuruzu. Joko, you're welcome. Yes. Thank you. All right, let's um, hear you. Can you hear me? Let's hear you, yes. Um, I have two reasons why I'm pretty sure that they, they, this thing will not come. A desperation of vote buying, most especially from the ruling party. They started it from the delegates down to the uh, fulling vote. If honorable members who came for as delegates, none of them is a hungry man, could be bought over by one of their parents to enable him to vote. I mean, to win is unbelievable. That's number one. Number two is bringing in unbelievable bishops to Don Vere. Okay. It's unfortunate. All right. Thank you. That's number two. Okay. <laughs> now, our problem in every election has been INEC. And I have my reasons. Could I state my reasons? State your reasons, but please be very factual and be very Good. brief. Good. My reasons are this. Uh, if the Nigerian election could, could go the way we are thinking, uh, the way you conducted it, this year's survey, Nigerians will be very happy, but it is not going to go that way. Yes, I think it will not go that way. In, no, in, in, it will not. In I am seconds. only advising Mahmoud, the uh, uh, INEC chairman. He has been there for eight years. There is no amount of money he hasn't got by himself. The Lord in heaven is hosting, is conducting this election. The cry of the masses has reached Lord here. And there is a kind of money we can collect. The Lord may not give you grace to eat that money. Right. Let's not let's not just throw stones. Let's not throw stones. Like I said, if you're calling in, please let's be brief. Let's be factual with what we say, and let's not throw stones. Hello. Hello. Good evening. You're welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Taiwo. I'm calling from Cuba. 
All right, let's hear you. Yes. Um, interesting findings. Uh, well, I want to seek a clarification, please. The um, 80% or thereabouts, is it for registered voters? Yes, that's for registered voters. Okay, registered voters have collected their PVC. Yes. Okay, okay. That's interesting. So, um, on... On credibility, I think INEC is um, gaining their credibility um, bit by bit with the two elections, the Ekiti and Oshun. Then I hope in 2023 we'll see a better process. Thank you very much. For calling. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Um, all right. Let's see who else we have before we go back to our guests. Hi, good evening, Nelly. This is uh, Debbie calling from Jahi. Oh, you're welcome. Let's hear you. Yeah, I just wanted to quickly respond to the caller who had talked about um, uh, his questions about the figures. So um, I, I also had my questions, but a quick online search showed that we have about 84 million uh, Nigerians who have collected or who have their PVCs. If you look at the adult population, that's about um, 100 plus, maybe 104 million. So 84 by 104 million comes up to about that 80%. So those figures check out, uh, in my view. Thank you very much for that clarification, Debe. Nice job at the studios. Thank you Thank very you. much. All right. Um, we can see Nigerians concerned. We'll take a very short break. When we come back, we'll just wrap up this conversation. Nigerians are concerned whether their votes will count or not. So um, we'll just um, take a short break, come back, and we'll wrap up this conversation. Results from the recent election polls conducted should... Dear Nigerian, as we draw closer to the 2023 general election... Let your voice be heard in governance by registering and obtaining a permanent voter's card, PVC, to vote in the election. You still have a chance to take part in the continuous voter registration, CVR exercise, which has been extended to 31st July 2022. Registration takes place Mondays to Sundays from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Just visit the INEC office or designated registration center close to you. You can locate the centers by checking INEX website or social media handle. Remember, PVCs do not expire and double registration is an offense. Exercise your civic and political rights and let's build the country we desire. This message is brought to you by Policy and Legal Advocacy Center, PLAC. of 1,000 people be representative of all Nigerian adults. As long as sample is taken randomly and proportionate stratification is used to ensure that it is representative of all adults, the size of the universe doesn't matter. This is well illustrated in a quote made by a famous U.S. market researcher which reads, if you don't believe in random sampling, next time you are in for a blood test, ask the doctor to take it all.
Sarah, you're welcome back. It's still data chat. And as a wrap up, um, we're, I'd, I'd like to throw those questions to our guests as we wrap up this conversation. Um, if you haven't been following us, um, we've been looking at um, citizens' trust in electoral integrity, and we're trying to unbundle the findings of a recently conducted poll by NOI polls on citizens' trust in electoral integrity. Okay, um, the po- we 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 also findings from the poll have, have actually shown that um, as regards important procedures that INEC needs to put in place to ensure a free and fair election, 27% say transparency in electoral process. 23% say increased security at polling units. And 7% say professionalism and independence of INEC. So um, I'm going to ask both of you, um, I'd like you to respond to this question in one minute as we wrap up. What factors must be put in place to ensure elections have integrity? And what are the procedures or the um, institutional mechanisms for delivering a credible election? Okay, I think uh, INEC's guideline has already met up to standard because the guideline was drawn from the LEGA framework. First is for the Electoral Commission to ensure that it sticks to the provision of its guideline because if you set as if you set a guideline for yourself you're expected to uh to live by the guideline for so for anybody that is assessing the el- entire electoral circle the person will assess their entire electoral circle based on the guidelines for their election okay. so first is to ensure that the guideline is followed the timeline for the elections are followed and to avoid last minute uh election postponement i next should stick to its guideline and uh, that's one. Then secondly, uh, INEC should cultivate a habit of communicating more to the public. Okay. We know that in the uh, of recent, after 2019 election, INEC has a, a do have quarterly meeting with stakeholders. But I think uh, beyond that, and learning from 2019 elections, INEC should step up to communicating, uh, uh, sharing update with the public on oh. their progress towards the general elections. This will will kind of build citizens' confidence in the process and would also uh, take away issues of speculation around the electoral process, the election timetable, and all other speculations that usually come with the elections. All right, um, Ako. So um, in addition to what um, Sophia said, um, INEC must be very clear on their logistics uh, plan. At this point, INEC then has put behind Oshun and Ekiti and so we should have a clear roadmap for delivering on the logistics. Mm. Not that we'll be hearing of weather affected, movement of flight and all of that. Because the volume of voters' um, ballot papers that will be produced for 2023 will be very, very heavy. Mm. And so I need INEC need to get that right. Again, talking about integrity, INEC must be independent. And independence, I'm, I don't mean just individuals, but as a commission and as Nigeria supporting the independence of INEC. At this point, INEC has no full complement of the commission. Mm-hmm. So the president should nominate people who are not partisan, who belongs to no political party, who have no affiliation, or perhaps even renominate the rec, the resident electoral commissioners whose tenure has expired. If their right. terms have expired, INEC need to have full complement going to 2023 general election. All right, in 30 seconds each, what is your advice to Nigerians as we prepare for 2023 elections? 30 seconds. Okay, so uh, if you don't want to decide for yourself, others will decide for you. 
So come what may turn out of turn out and vote on election. So it's as simple as that. Go out, <laughs> get your PVC. Don't say our vote don't count. Come out and put demand on the system. All right. Get registered and make sure you receive your PVC to vote on election day. All right. Um, we have been looking at the first in a series of election um, in a series of um, election series. Um, Today we've looked at citizens' trust and electoral integrity, and there is a poll to that effect. You can check it out on www.noi-polls.com. And we have had with us policy and legal um, from the policy and legal advocacy center. That's Plaque. We've had Aku Obadu, his senior programs officer. Plaque, yo. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Nelly. All right. We've also heard from Yaga Africa, the head of knowledge management and learning, Safia Bichi. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And this is where we'll be drawing the cuttings for today's edition of um, Data Chart. We're going to be here again next week, same time, 5 to 6 p.m. But to all Nigerians, as the country moves towards the 23, 23 elections, um, adequate preparations by INEC is important to ensure that elections are credible and free from irregularities and to everyone we say go out and register and make sure you collect your PVCs. This is all we can take till next week. Do have a fantastic fantastic Friday. I am Nelly Ohuche, Head Corporate Communications, NOI Polls Limited. Have a good night. <laughs>